The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Atlantic Files, the number one podcast on the number one division in the NBA, brought to you by the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. As always, joined by your hosts, myself, Alex Fishbein, and I got Dennis Big Sexy Clausen and Mike Bash back on the show. What's going on, fellas? What up? What up? Oh, Dennis got the peck dance ready for the new season. I don't even know how to do that. Well, I can't, can't do it. Upset the mood. Cause ah. we're, finally, we're finally turning the corner here. <laughs> we're finally going to get through this disastrous Halloween that nobody wants. True. I hate it. Had enough of it already. <laughs> and I've even, I actually think I talked you into putting your tree up early this year. You did. I probably will be putting it up very soon. <laughs> what do you think you're going to put it up? Like uh, next weekend? <laughs> probably. Probably. I think and, next weekend I'm going to roll with it. I mean, I don't see any issue. Why not? Mike, is that where the, the song takes you? Oh. For a second, you had a good Ben Simmons background there. <laughs> There's nothing, <laughs> nothing better about a song about a guy drugging and raping a woman. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, he didn't want it to go out in the cold. He was worried about her, so he, he, he told her to stay in. Exactly. And blow him. He, I mean, what, what's so bad about that? He was just looking out for her. Right. But, um, Dennis, we, we had an episode where we talked about so much Halloween stuff Candy. like three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, that would have been the appropriate time to maybe have that discussion, not like in August. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, at this point, we, uh, yeah, we might just want to throw it on at the end of this video or something <laughs> just to say that we did it you know what i mean right exactly like um at the appropriate time yeah of course but uh mike the people want to know how, how have you been it's been a while i actually looked back the last uh last episode you were on was in mid-july <laughs> Uh, been all right, been all right. Just you know, adjusting to the with uh, me and Katie got a new place, so we're living on our own now. Uh, you know, work and everything. Uh, fantasy football, dealing with Dennis. Uh, everything's good. Everything's good. Um, can't complain. Thought your screen was frozen there because you weren't. What? <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. The the problem is you guys want to talk every week in the summer. And it's like nothing changes from July 7th to July 21st. But you're like, oh, let's have a podcast on what did Joel Embiid eat today? Isn't like different free agency I mean, periods and stuff in there? Yeah, All right. Yeah, July maybe, maybe, but like yeah. September, come on. Or August. 
Yeah, August there was the World Cup. August we had Nobody all the it. we had all the rumors and news Exhibit going down about every trade. That too. James Harden was doing deals. God knows what. Damian Lillard was doing God knows what. There's a lot of basketball is literally twenty four seven. That's what you think. Football, once the Super Bowl hits, football just doesn't nothing happens until the summer. Nobody cares. <laughs> well, all all is good, you know, college basketball starting up soon. You know, that's my real passion. We got NBA starting up tonight. The Nets are gonna start their championship run. I don't know if the championship will be in 2023, 24, but it might be one of these years. I mean, you probably got a while. We're probably closer than the Sixers. Uh, I mean, you're probably the same amount. (laughs) To be completely honest. But before we get there, um, I might drop like quick connection because I'm just. Um, However, let's start off with this Joel Embiid news. Because it has been probably the bigger headline right now out of everything that is happening. We've we've talked about James Harden to death. We've talked about him so much that it's gotten to be <laughs> repetitive. So apparently the Knicks are prepared to offer Julius Randle, RJ Barrett, Evan Fournier, Mitchell Robinson, in addition to two or three first round picks for Joel Embiid if he becomes available. So, my question to you. If you're the Sixers, do you do that trade? Dennis, I'm going to have you go first because you look like you're ready to go. <laughs> oh, I'm always ready to go. <laughs> that I'm going to ask my... Uh... <laughs> I didn't know Dennis got a That's soundboard in the last three months. That was my boy Kawhi. That's what Kawhi thinks about it. That if <laughs> if the Knicks made that move, that would be absolutely atrocious. It would it, it, it wouldn't be good for? I don't think that would be beneficial to either team. Like, sure they would get Joel Embiid back, but they're gonna then they're gonna get rid of like half their team. They're gonna get rid of Mitchell Robinson. They want to get rid of R.J. Barrett. Fournier's not a huge loss. And then we're talking about Julius Randle, who has been probably one of the biggest reasons why the team is actually relevant. Because because they were starting to get hot before even Brunson came around. It's just Brunson came around. They they finally like figured out like how to get things going. And if you look at their roster, Mitchell Robinson looks like he's going to be better this season if you look at rj barrett the expectations aren't high on him like they have been so he might be a little bit more looser and and you know and 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 randall doesn't have to do everything by himself and and brunson's a is a is a great point guard so the knicks have a lot of things going for them theoretically they have a ton of draft picks why give up like you you have all this capital all this guy all these guys on a roster that you could easily move 
along with picks in order to obtain somebody and not lose as much. I mean, you get you you have got money, Evan Fournier, which you know probably one of the biggest reasons they brought him in was to get trade to, to get a tradable contract. Yep. So. I, I don't think that's a good way to go. In in terms of the Sixers, the Sixers may benefit. Depends on what happens with the whole James Harden situation. If if Harden, you know, if they finally decide to move on from him and actually trade him, because there are people interested, it's just now nobody's stupid enough to, to bite on that. But if they can actually get somebody, like, decent, then no, you don't want to trade Joel Embiid. But if you be back and you're pretty much, you know, saying to everybody that we're not looking to win a championship, then yes, of course, you know, then maybe move on from Embiid. But that would be such a stupid move on their part. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I completely agree. If you, if you say Joel Embiid is available, you're probably going to get better offers than that. I mean, yeah, the, the that offer, I mean, what does that first... offer give the Sixers? Like, I mean, I guess you could say the Knicks will probably be bad by the time those picks come around, but like Randall's not like an up and coming player. Barrett sucks. Robinson's a fine defensive center on a contending team, but he's not like a needle pusher. Evan Fournier just is just another Furkman Korkmaz kind kind of guy, and the picks like you said, you know, except richer, except <laughs> richer. Yeah, the French, the French Furkan. <laughs> you know, I don't so know though. Like, uh, go ahead, honey. I'm sorry. I'm just you know that trade doesn't move the needle. It's not like we're used to you know, two man. But then again, show, you dude. can't expect every GM like. You, you're stuck with Daryl Morey. You don't got Sean Marks. You don't got a masterclass GM guy like Sean Marks. So you can't expect every every trade every trade to work out like it does for sure. Sean Marks does. So you kind of get what you get. I mean, what other offers are going to be out there? Are the Rockets going to make a trade to move up their timeline? That's possible, right? You got the like, I feel like a Keem Umbeed connection there. Um, but like, I mean, they definitely could uh, put together a package of like Singoon and Cam Whitmore, and well, they're not going to probably, but it'd be like Singoon I mean, and like Jalen Green or Singoon and like three, like Tari Eason and two first round picks or something. Do you know? There's a lot of there's offers out there. I mean, for uh, Oklahoma City could do the same thing to move up their timeline. I but mean, Chet at the four, give up like. Any of the Jalen, one of the Jalen Williamses, six of their picks. But here's the problem, right? So if you look back when this whole incident started with Harden and Daryl Morey, if you look at the, there was those accusations from Harden where he said that he was basically lied to by Morey. Now, I'm surprised nobody has like looked into that like deeper than they have because if you have your president telling players that you could easily lose your whole team now Embiid hasn't come out and said anything like 
his dismay for being in Philadelphia or his unhappiness with the franchise. But that could very well change. But the, the, probably the, one of the easiest solutions would be would to, to just get rid of Maury. Maury's the problem. And if especially if he lied. If they found out that he lied to a player on that level, which is going to cost him millions of dollars, he, he should be fired immediately. But at least you would get James Harden to stay. Because especially now, you're not going to, you don't have a better chance of winning a title. There's not many guys in the league that are going to give you that chance at James Harden. You got to save face and you got to save your team. You might have to, you might have to get rid of Maury. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to that. Um, I'm saying like if it's, he lied. If they found out he lied. Yeah, no, I, I agree. But I also, like, just in general, I, like, I was a Daryl Morey fan, and I think he has done a somewhat decent job with the pieces he had to work with. But all in all... He seems to be, I mean, at this point, he seems to be replaceable. Uh, um, I mean, what was that, Dennis? I said anybody really is replaceable. There's not, there's not really one person in a front office that is, I mean, even Bob Myers, as much as everybody was high on him and big on him, Sean Marks, like, but but still, like the life goes on, right. and I would probably venture to guess and say that James Harden is a lot more valuable to the franchise right now than Daryl Morey is, especially when you got Elton Brand, who's basically doing the same thing anyways, like you always talk about. Yeah, I mean, I don't know like what else Elton Brand is doing, like because at this point. It's seen, they, they always talk about how, oh, it's been a, you know, like a 50-50 split on decisions and uh, Elton Brand has been helping do this and helping do that. But it seems to be most of the decisions are going through Daryl Morey. I mean, Daryl Morey is the one that went out and got his guy in James Harden. Daryl Morey is also the one that, like, I, I feel as though... I, like I don't have any sources, obviously, or anything, but I don't think Elton Brand's going and trying to rebuild the Houston Rockets in Philadelphia by getting every single X Rocket possible. Um, so it, it just seems as though Maury's controlling most of what's going on. So if you give a little bit of control to Elton Brand to see what he can do, now, granted, Elton Brand has made some some of his own bad, but also good moves. Bad moves such as offering Al Horford crazy amount of money and having to trade to get off of that. But I believe it was Elton Brand that drafted Tyrese Maxey. So there's goods and bads to both of them. And at this point, I agree with you in the fact that there needs to be some sort of deal made out of James Harden sooner rather than later. And if not, then it is time to move on from Daryl Morey because how is how is the whole team and how is the team's future ever going to move forward if you can't even move forward from this guy who obviously doesn't want to be here anymore, feels like he was slighted, 
has openly called the GM a liar and now won't join the team. Now, reports say he's away because his mother is ill and everything. And if that is the case, I do feel bad for that. And I hope she's all right. He, he sounds like every college kid that transfers schools. They go, oh, I'm taking care of my mom who's sick or my grandma who's sick. And they're transferring to a school that's six hours away from where they live. <laughs> True. I mean, I mean, he but is he, trying to get to the Clippers, whereas I think his mom and everybody's in Houston. So, but but he yeah, you, mom is healed by the time that <laughs> the deal to the Clippers goes through. Mobs, you saved you. <laughs> you know what I mean? But but anyway, she got better just as the trade went through. Right. <laughs> oh, it's just it it's, was just the flu. It's <laughs> funny how getting rid of Markeith Morris is gonna. It makes people feel better. You know what I mean? But uh, <laughs> his mom really wanted anyway, Terrence Mann to be on the Sixers. <laughs> yeah. But it's just, you know, it's I, I I would tend to believe Harden, though, in this situation, because you've been hearing since last season that Harden took less money, took less money, took less money. Like that was pounded into everybody's brain at nausea money in order to get P.J. Tucker and, you know, get quality players back on the roster. Like, I think the also, too, that that resulted in DeAnthony Melton um, yep. being able to come to Philadelphia. Philadelphia has a good thing going on right now. They're, you and I were talking about their bench, like their bench depth, but now that they added Kelly Oubre and they got Paul Reed back, who is probably going to take a pretty significant step in his progression this year based on how he's and he's played well throughout the past couple seasons he just wasn't featured a lot I think that's going to change though this season it seems like he's more comfortable with people aren't going to expect him to do a bunch of things that he's not capable of doing anymore right they got to figure this out because if they don't figure it out this is James Harden can make your life a living hell. We've seen it before in the in the past. We've seen Harden, we've seen we've seen Harden do this in the past. He's not opposed to doing whatever he can to be a pain in the ass. So, yeah, they they need to fix it because you would have assumed that this would have been resolved at this point. But it's we're starting the regular season tonight and it's still just as big of a distraction as it's ever been, if not a larger. If you're wondering what that whole thing was, that was me pulling the pin out of the grenade and it exploded. I figured. I mean, too bad Uh, it wasn't a real grenade so that we didn't have to look (laughs) at you anymore. Uh, But the thing is too, the fact that James Harden keeps doing this is now, like, I don't know if you guys saw the clip, but there was a clip of, like, Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett and all those guys talking about James Harden forcing his way out. And even they were like, dude, you only have a certain amount. They called it wiggles of, like, wiggling your way out of a situation of a team to get to a new team. You only have a certain amount. You don't You don't have infinite wiggles, they said. <laughs> so if even NBA legends are talking about the fact that you're doing this too much is an issue. And the thing is, I agree with you 
in the fact that I started leaning a little bit more towards Harden's side with the whole he took less money, and then he said that he was operating under this uh, assumption he was going to get a max contract later on and things like that. However, the fact that he has done this sort of thing, this is now the third team he's done it to. I start to just lose faith in his like trustworthiness. He Why would he why would he take less money? Like I, yeah, we talked about that. I mean, that's 10 million dollars. He true. He took. That's not a that's. I mean, he's got a lot of money, but that's not like a small amount of change for anybody. No, my I think he was genuine in the fact that he did want to win a ring, and so I think he took that pay cut right, because correct, he but saw what was told. What was what what was the conversation though between Maury and Harden? We understand right. that they both agreed to, that for him to take less money for that reason to win a title. However, the context behind it and and you also gotta think too, like the the, the salary cap and everything and the new salary cap structure, that stuff didn't get announced until fairly recently long after they had even made that discussion so who's not to say that they didn't have that discussion and then all of a sudden once they realized okay we're in trouble from a fiscal standpoint we don't want to get taxed up the ass we don't want to hit the second apron first apron what's not to say that there wasn't a a move made by Maury to all of a sudden kind of like renege on what he told Harden. That's all I'm saying. No, I and I definitely understand where you're coming from. And if there was an actual promise in terms of like, hey, we're going to give you max money if you just let, give us this cap space at, at, this year, then yeah, that's ridiculously a shitty move from from Daryl Morey. Um but like I said, the the thing that just makes me think twice about it is the fact that Harden has done this multiple times now. He also talked about like wanting to retire a Sixer, but at the same time, he wanted to retire a Net. Did he say that? I assume so. Oh well, he but he also like I mean, what is there was there was the whole intentional leaking of getting a max contract from Houston to try and strong arm the Sixers into getting more money. So if you, this if goes you... back, go ahead. Oh, sorry, honey. I was going to say, this goes back to the time with the Nets. Remember when I was telling, talking about how, you know, that all of a sudden there was a whole, like kind of a breakdown with Harden never came out and publicly said anything. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, that hamstring injury he had that was nagging him, all of a sudden, it became more of an issue, which forced him to not play. Right. And then all of a sudden, these reports came out about, you know, Kyrie and Durant and the front office and all this other stuff. I, I And we've talked about it before, too. Harden, Harden is the guy who will say just enough in public... <laughs> But he's smart enough to to talk to the right people who will who will say what they need to say for him without him actually having to say it. 
Right. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And that, but that's my, my point is though, if you wanted to retire Sixer, you wanted to do all this, you wanted to be with Daryl Moore, you wanted to be at the Sixers, blah, blah, blah. Where in there do you think, okay, let me have somebody say it for me that Houston's going to give me a max? To sh- like, cause, cause it is, it's just a strong arm play to try and force the Sixers to give you more money. So, and and that was before all of the things with, you know, calling Daryl Morey a liar and so on and so forth. So, where in there did Daryl Morey actually, like, uh, my just main question is, when did Daryl Morey say, like, hey, we're not giving you a max? Because. But then there was another. Go ahead. I was just saying, because, like. All of that stuff happened before this whole Daryl Daryl Morey's a liar, and then I want to be traded, and the opting in, all that stuff, that happened way beforehand. So I just want to know some of the some of the rumors of Houston were happening like during the season, right? But if this was a case like when did this lie happen, and if the lie happened like pre last season, then you know, on the other hand, why would he opt in? If he was a liar then, why would you opt in and stay there when you could have been free to go where you could have been on the Clippers already? Exactly. So, who knows? I'm just saying that there's plenty more to this story that ultimately has to be revealed before anybody can actually sit. Like your track record and things like that, but they all do. Even yeah. the, 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 you know, the ter- Mother Teresa equivalent of in the NBA, Damian Lillard, finally got his wiggles in yep. and, and, and moved to, uh, to Milwaukee. So they're all like that. Some worse than others. I just want to say it. I think I said this before, but it's crazy to me, the whole Damian Lillard situation, preaching loyalty and telling all these other players that it's ridiculous that they went to other teams and forced their way out. And then he forces his way out and then immediately divorces his wife, too. (laughs) I don't know why balloons just happened there. (laughs) But that was... What was that all about? What did you... I have no idea what just happened. (laughs) I love it. I want to do it. Oh, apparently my MacBook has, like, reactions, and I guess if you do certain things, it, it <laughs> triggers a, a thing. Like, if you said the word divorce and balloons came up. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> divorce? <laughs> I, maybe I did, like, the hands? Like... Don't tell the end. Which is a... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's a common reaction from a lot of guys, though. When they feel like they're getting divorced, balloons start going crazy. I have no clue what just happened there. Oh, I see. For Dame. Did he did he rap about it in his new song? Um I don't think so. I saw a report that he divorced his wife. It was it came out literally um like like immediately. Yeah, like a day or two right after I think the trade. It was like at the conclusion of his press conference. <laughs> yeah, here's what happened. He went in and he said, "Honey, I'm going to Milwaukee." 
And she's like, I ain't going to no Milwaukee shit, man. It's cold. And that's how that ended. Here you go. Just days after getting traded to the Bucks, uh, Lillard and wife Kayla wife. announced that they would be getting a divorce. How she look? A- According to the filing, it appears as if the Lillards have decided to call it quits due to irreconcilable the differences. The and they may have been living in different houses for the past 10 months. So, yes. there was the, That's a whole Will Smith, Jada Pinkett situation going on there. That's she what probably it sounds fucking, like. Who knows what's going on? Fucking pool boy. You know, Dame, you know, Dame ain't short of bitches, so... <laughs> that that's to answer your question, she, Dennis. That's what she looks like. I I mean, okay. <laughs> he can do better. I, I mean, good. You know, whatever. But I she doesn't look like the kind of girl who wants to go to Milwaukee. No, she probably no, she probably does so much better. Well, she probably doesn't even stay in Portland. She probably lives in L.A. Probably. Isn't Dame, like, from L.A. or something? No, he's from, like, the upper northwest. Oh, he's from, like, around Portland? He is. Hold on. Oakland, California. Oakland. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. You know where his crib is in the off season. He's like, honey, but they got cheese in Milwaukee. I mean, he probably didn't sound like that. He's like, yo, baby girl, they got cheese. And she was probably like, I ain't going to no Milwaukee. Bunch of fucking rednecks. He's like, let's go where the weather's cold. And... Oh, wait, it just did another thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, apparently there's a lot of reaction things. I don't know what's going on here. Um, but, yeah, he's like, let's go where the weather's cold, and the best thing to do is either go watch the Packers and freeze your ass off in negative degree temperature, or drink some beer in a in a dive bar. That sounds like Syracuse, New York. It basically is, to be honest with you. <laughs> and she she was probably like, baby, you told me we were going to Miami. I already bought swimsuits and shit. And he's like, baby, I know. I don't know what happened. That was the <laughs> prepared, the only prepared statements for tonight. You can hang out with Mrs. Antetokounmpo. And she's like, who? I don't think there is a Mrs. Antetokounmpo. Yeah, there is. They have multiple kids. He's got they- kids. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think she's currently pregnant with their next kid, or has she just had it? I don't. I forget which. <laughs> I don't know. That's probably why he agreed to that deal because he's like, "Shit, I got another kid on the way. I better." And so he started, you know, crushing it. He's like, "I gotta afford more kids." So, <laughs> right. All right. Let's move on to, uh, the season starts. The season starts tonight. It starts with the the Bucks. No, not the Bucks. The Bucks don't play tonight. It's the, the Suns, Suns and the Warriors. Suns Warriors. That's right. And then the Lakers. And the Nuggets. And the Lakers. And the Nugs. Yep. So, before we get into the whole season, who you guys got winning NBA tonight? Showing West Coast love. 
You know I got the Nuggets winning. And then who you got for the other game? What's the other game? The Warriors versus the Suns. I would say the Suns, but, you know, Bradley Beal's hurt already. Uh, they have no depth, and Kevin Durant's a bitch. So I'm and gonna Devin go with... Booker is still questionable, I believe. I'm going to go with the Warriors. Chris Paul, revenge game. Dennis, who you got? Sorry, I fell asleep when Mike was talking. Um <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what, it'll be tough. For some reason, though, I, I could see the Lakers winning, though, and I don't know why I feel that way. I don't really have a reason to feel. LeBron that way. James. But I feel like something stupid's gotta happen. I don't know. I'm very scarred though from opening night on, uh, with the Celtics when Gordon Hayward broke his leg. So oh. I get kind of uneasy around this time. Yeah, that was rough. And shout out to, uh, y- you know, uh, Kevin Harlan, because I still hear in my brain, you know, he called it before anybody even knew what was going on, but he was literally screaming, Gordon Hayward just broke his leg. And I'm like, how does this guy know that? And you look at it, and they literally showed the camera angle, and his ankle was just, like, flopping in the air. The only thing that was holding that thing was skin, basically. Yeah. That... So, I hope Ugh. something stupid, but uh, you never know. But uh, I'm going to say the Lakers, and I'm going to give it, even even though the Suns, uh, I'm going to go with the Warriors. Okay. Okay. I think Chris Paul and the Warriors are going to fit in and do very nice. I think that's going to be a good setup for them. I agree. And I people are talking about Draymond missing this first game, but like they still have Kavon Looney. Kaminga's the next guy up. They they, they got Chris Paul, like you just said. I mean, I, I think that they'll be perfectly fine. So I also have the Warriors beating the Suns, especially if Bradley Beal is gone, is missing, and then uh, if Devin Booker. Thing. I'll see. Oh him, yeah. By the way. Oh, for sure. I mean, um, how do you? How is it your first game, and all of a sudden you can't play already? I, I mean, you're just a, they were a, big... a word to the wise for anybody out there playing fantasy. If you have Bradley Beal, just also draft a backup. Like, get a handcuff, <laughs> as if it's as if it's a football running back. <laughs> Don't Who's even draft him. True. Josh Akoji. Uh, is it Grayson Allen? Either I would say either Grayson Allen or I mean Jordan Goodwin, Goodwin is apparently is the backup point guard. So speaking of Devin Booker, can we t- talk about how many times in our fantasy league Devin Booker got traded to and from Nas's team? There's a lot of people like that. To getting traded to and from Nas's team, he traded, he traded Aiton in a first for Booker and Brunson back in 2021. He then traded away Booker to Dennis with picks and players for Poto and Trey Young. He then got Booker back for Beal, Wood, and Poku. He then gave Booker up for with Booker, Barnes, and Wagner for Jokic, and then he got Booker back. For Levine and Kuzma. He basically money laundered with Devin Booker. <laughs> I mean, there was the time where he traded Jokic and Doncic like three times, too. Oh, uh, who's the other guy he did that with? Hold on, there's another guy. 
That's called too much time on your hands. Exactly. No, he, was, the, he was over the other day when we were looking at this. There was like a two-week period where he traded the same four to five guys the whole like ten times. And I was just like, I was sitting there watching all the trades go through, and I was like, what was even the point of that? Because your team looks exactly the same. He <laughs> He's bored. But it worked out because his team is stacked now. I mean, better it hasn't worked. Anything. It hasn't done anything yet. It's better than Dennis's team. Yeah, whatever. All I know is, I if Andre's listening, learn how to trade. Oh, dude, he, I yeah, tried talking to him. He's, he's delusional. Don't talk to anybody. <laughs> Shut Don't up, Dennis. Don't talk to anybody. Dennis this gets is, so mad. And then I deal, with his, I deal with his idiot friends on the uh, trades. Hey man, what do you want for Shake Milton? Oh, he he might he might become the next Michael Jordan. Uh, I mean, you get I, involved I in every trade on the planet. You're like you're you're like the woman of fantasy football. Like you got to be in everybody's business. No, people just text me and go and what fantasy do you think basketball. Trade? You know how like when you like you're there and you see somebody pulled over on the side of the road or like. Like two cop cars, and your wife's like, "Follow the cop cars. I gotta see what's going on." And you're like, "No, I'm not doing that." That's how Mike <laughs> is when it comes to fantasy sports. He's like a chick. Mike in fantasy sports is like any girl watching a reality TV show about celebrities. Oh, absolutely. Fantasy sports is like like the Bachelor for Mike. <laughs> the Golden Bachelor. He likes to what watch the one with all the old people. I mean that I I've dabbled a couple times. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Especially some yeah. of those old women, man. I Dennis, I, I, I will I will stop helping people with trades when you tell your two idiots up north to to get real. What were you talking? I was thinking about the women at the Golden Bachelor. Is what I was talking about. I moved on. There's some there's some nice looking older women. But they're like head over heels in love with him, and I don't know why. Because he's sitting there, he's making out with all these. Like, they get all jealous and stuff. And here's this old guy, and I'm like, "Honey, you look good. You could probably get a younger guy, who'll probably take care of you better than Cialis would." To be honest, when they first announced Golden Bachelor, I thought it was gonna be like a like older women with a younger guy, and vice versa, like older. Just old, like the whoever the bachelor or bachelorette is, was the, um, the younger one, and then the rest were older. But I guess it makes sense that they're all older, just to make it a little less creepy. I I wish if I was like twenty five, I wish I if I I wish I met like a nice like fifty good. I mean, for not like them, but just you know, hang yeah. out a little once in a while. Know what I yeah. mean? A sugar mama. That would have been great. <laughs> but hey, anyway, want to go to the Chinese buffet? <laughs> I'll pay the whole thing. <laughs> right, I got you. Um, so predictions. Who you got for MVP? Well, I think Betty's Nicola. gonna get kicked off. Oh, we're not talking about Golden Nicola. What's going on? I have no idea where these things are coming from. Can you do that again? I, I think it's just like double thumbs up. 
<laughs> is that all it takes? Appa- I I think it's like Wait, a legit. I think it's a legit MacBook thing. Double thumbs down. Oh, <laughs> double thumbs down. What does double thumbs down do? <laughs> peace. Can we try peace sign? I mean, like... Oh, peace is the balloons. Right, okay, try okay. So basically, that's the divorce symbol. What if you do the shocker? No what, happens, what happens if you throw up like like blood or something like crips? Like, <laughs> All right for for those who are for those who are listening with no video, you're probably very confused right now. But um. <laughs> Anyway, Mike says Jokic for MVP. Who you got, Dennis? I thought we were talking about the 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 girls. Which girl? Whether it was going to be Faith or Nancy, who was going to get kicked off the Golden Bachelor? Jokic Did you just look MVP. up their names? <laughs> Scoot. Yes, Jokic for MVP. <laughs> Scoot for Rookie of the Year. Won by Honor for Defensive Player of the Year, and Sengun for Most Improved. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You just said Wembenyama would win Defensive Player of the Year, but not Rookie of the Year. Yes, yeah, Scoot's gonna win Rookie of the Year because he's. That makes That's no like, sense. What doesn't? If he wins Defensive Player of the Year, he's going to win Rookie of the Year. Mm. Has a rookie ever won Defensive Player of the Year? Coach of the guess. Year. Memphis Grizzlies coach. A rookie has never won Defensive Player of the Year throughout the NBA's history. So if he wins Defensive Player of the Year, he's de facto winning Rookie of the Year. (laughs) Mike just had a fucking ghost leave his body or something down there. (laughs) No such luck. What about what about Ben Simmons winning Defensive Player of the Year? No, he's going to come back Player of the Year. Book it, book it. I mean, led the league in led the league ben in the assists in, pre, in the preseason. Ben Ten is back. Let's is there go. even a comeback Player of the Year in the NBA? I don't know, but I'm giving it to him. I mean, based on what he did in the preseason. Hmm. I mean, if Ben can play defense on the level that he was his last good year with the Sixers, he was just barely the runner-up to Rudy Gobert. So Rudy Gobert ain't getting shit this year. So that would, I I mean, if he can return to that level, I see it. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. But I have no idea who's going to win defense player of the year. I tweeted my predictions earlier today uh, just to to get something on paper. And I even pinned them to my profile. So my predictions are as follows. I have MVP being Gilgis Alexander. I have Defensive Player of the Year being 
Mobley. However, my heart says Walker Kessler. Sixth man of the year, I have Emmanuel Quickly. Rookie of the year, I have Wembenyama. Most improved, I have Devin Vassell. But my heart says Markel Fultz. Either way, I'm okay with that. They're on my team. Clutch player of the year will be Jason Tatum. Nah. Coach of the year will be Quinn Snyder. And the NBA champions will be the Golden State Warriors. You don't think Denver's going to win back-to-back? No. I don't think that the the guys they brought up from, like, the younger guys they have and everything, I don't think they'll perfectly fit into the Bruce Brown role. And I don't think Michael Porter Jr. is going to take another step up into what he should be. So I don't see them being as good as they were before. Well, I, how about, and I was thinking this, like, but I'm just going to say it. I'm going to say Anthony Davis for Defensive Player of the Year. And I might even say Anthony Davis for MVP. Oh. I think think a lot of people have been talking about Anthony Davis. You and I have talked about Anthony Davis for a long time. Um, He was actually moving in the right direction last year in terms of, like, playing through injuries and not getting hurt and things like that. I think he's finally at a time in his life where he realizes, like, I'm not going to win a title. I'm not going to do anything if I don't stay on the floor. So I think I think it's he might be in store for his best season yet. So I'm going to say Anthony. Okay. okay. For either. I like that. I uh when I when I did my coach of the year prediction I remembered how much we talked about Quinn Snyder and how the Hawks started turning their their season around last year when he took over. So a whole off season with him as head coach and I think a lot of those guys take a step up. They finally should trade Clint Capella. Get Okongwu as the starter in there finally. And trade Capella and maybe even one more person and get a, a solid wing in there because Sadiq Bay. I mean, he could be that guy, but he hasn't proven it yet. Jalen Johnson looks like he might be that guy. There's still a lot of a lot of um, improvement to see there. DeAndre Hunter, I'm just not a big fan of him. He's decent defensively, but that's really about it. So they just need that one extra piece, I think. I see Jeremy Sochan winning something. Yeah, love Sochan. Especially now that that he's playing the point and it seems like he's going to surpass Trey Jones for most of the minutes. Did you guys see this? Carlos Boozer. Is that Carlos Boozer? His beard has to be drawn on. Oh, yeah, it's always been like that. His beard has always been ridiculous. (laughs) You remember that time he painted his hair on his head? Dude, the hilarious. comments on this are hilarious. Look at this guy's thing. Uh, we can't read that. <laughs> don't don't ever interrupt me again for Carlos. It says booze. I watched this Especially. with no sound and it felt like you were threatening the citizens of Gotham. Oh God. <laughs> um, oh wait, Mike's being rude. 
Well, I had to get off anyway, so. All right, Mike, you go get your pizza. Let's go get pizza. See ya. Bye, Mike. Everyone else, we're still going to stay on until we're done. (laughs) Now that the real show's here. Thank God. (laughs) Folks, we got apologies for that. Every once in a while, we feel bad, so we let the special kid come in and hang out for a little while. (laughs) (laughs) We meet our um, community service quota. (laughs) Right. So, so yeah, I don't really have much more to add. Maybe Monty Williams, Coach of the Year. Okay. Um, I mean, Detroit looks like there's a lot of buzz around Detroit right now. I don't. I mean, Bogdanovich is going to miss a month, but they're they're their roster is pretty good. And if uh, Jalen Dern is playing as good as and you got Marvin Bagley if he can like actually have a double double season because he seems like the number 2 guy. James Wiseman even had some good preseason games. And they even have James Wiseman, Isaiah Stewart, they're high on him and Isaiah Livers is hurt, but when he comes back and you know Killian Hayes and Kate Cunningham and Thompson like they have a pretty freaking good lineup. Yeah. So and even Jaden Ivey yeah, I mean, you forget. I forgot about Jade and Ivy, but I'm not not that I forgot about them. I'm just saying in general, you know yeah. what I mean. So I don't know. I'm gonna go with Monty as coach of the year. I'm gonna go with uh, for MVP. Um, I'll throw Ben Simmons a bone for Dark Horse Defensive Player of the Year. Um, Six Man of the Year. I I have I have no clue. <laughs> um I mean if it was if it were like I can't even do this. So no, I have no idea. Maybe Kelly Oubre? Could be. Or do you I mean Chris Melton? Paul technically? Well, he's starting already tonight, so you know. True, but I mean once Draymond comes back and stuff, and if, maybe the lineup changes a little. I don't know. Yeah, but if they're winning, if they're winning with this lineup, I don't know how you can... I mean, yeah. Kelly Oubre or, or DeAnthony Melton, maybe Ooh, for six Also, um, Malik Monk. Malik Monk. Yeah. Could be a so, one. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of good options, you know. Oh, and guys. Uh, one more most improved I want to throw out there. One of your boys, Tyus Jones. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know how much more improvement he needs to do, but... Because when he started in Memphis, he was the real deal. Oh, yeah. Now he's got the full-time Jordan, starter Jordan. role? And Jordan Poole, man, that guy... I do good things for Washington. Oh, yeah. Jordan Poole's going to be awesome. I think he's finally out of Golden State. I think a lot of his struggles were, like, mental... He only averaged nine points last postseason, so, so yeah, it's yep. gonna be good. No, I agree. It's gonna be good. Completely agree. So, real quick, the last thing we'll throw up here because we're gonna end this pretty early today because we're gonna get into the first two games of the season. 
Um, doesn't have to be your whole top 12, but who are your who's like your first round values in fantasy basketball this year? Let's just say um let's just say category leagues. In category leagues? Yeah. Embiid. Mm-hmm. Doncic. I still want to go Giannis, even though it's category leagues. His his three point shooting sucks, his free throw shooting sucks. But the guy offers so much more in other areas. Right. Um, I also want to see, you know Jason Tatum. I'm still giving Jason Tatum the edge over Shea Gilgis Alexander. Um, I'm not really so that Sabonis is definitely going in there. Oh yeah. Anthony Davis is going in there. I think Trey Young is going to have one hell of a season. I would consider putting Trey Young in there, especially if he can 3% from three last season. So if he can actually turn it around, which I have a feeling he will. Um, I think DeJounte Murray is going to turn and have a really good season again, too. Um, I'm not really sold on Halliburton yet being in a top 10 player, not because he's a bad player. It's just because I, the sample size is too small. Okay. And we've seen uh, more often than not a lot of these sexy names that don't end up turning out to, to what people say they're going to be. Um, Anthony Edwards can easily get into the top 10. I, I could see Anthony Edwards. To me, I would value Anthony Edwards more so over Halliburton. And really high on Mikael Bridges. So I think Mikael Bridges is going to be a, a, going to have a special season. And so, yeah, Dame Lillard, of course, um, even though he's not Portland, I'm still, you can't go wrong. True. I'm not as high on and Dame whole, Lillard as most people are, but I, yeah, I agree. How about you? Um. So my, I, so I helped out with the rankings for Roto Baller for those out there. So check that out whenever you get a chance. But my top, I can just rattle off my top 12 real quick. So I had Jokic, Embiid, Doncic. Then I had Gilgis Alexander and Halliburton. I'm pretty high on Halliburton. I have been for a while now. And then I've always liked Gilgis Alexander as well. Had him on a lot of my fantasy teams a few years back, but it was just frustrating back then because he would get hurt right around playoff time, and then you couldn't use him anymore. Um, so that was my top five. And then uh, then I had Tatum. I had Steph Curry. I had Anthony Davis, Sabonis, Anthony Edwards, um, LaMelo Ball, and Kevin Durant. I'm also going to put Sabonis in my MVP conversation. I could see that. I could definitely see that. I mean, he led the league in rebounds last year, still put up almost 20 points a game. The broken thumb. Yeah. And was like, what, six or seven assists a game? Yeah. Almost a triple-double from him. Yeah. That was a. Those are big time numbers. So I could, I could definitely see him as MVP. I could see it. But the Kings, hoping the Kings. You know, I'm a Kings guy. Oh, for sure. I mean, you were on the Kings way before anyone else was. So I, I got to tip my cap to that one. That was, that was a good one. Thank you. Um. Thank you. 
But uh, unless you have anything else, I think that's it for us here tonight. No, I'm good. All right. Let's kick off the basketball season. Happy opening night to everybody. Thank you for tuning in and watching another episode of The Atlantic Files, the number one podcast on the number one division in the NBA, brought to you by the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. We will catch you guys next week. Peace.